Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned in with what I don't have. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. My Doja Kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin', be on the sofa Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor Don't mean it, it's soldier, but fuck the vultures, I Feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, I Crank up the focus to get it amplified Feel it's in the ceiling, but still it's some bigger fish to fry Designed to recline until it's ghetto Do it live! That is, unless you're not listening live This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast Uh... I'm Travis Bryant. It's Wednesday, June 19th, 2019. Oh, that's when I say I'm, I'm your host, Travis Bryant. Uh, joining me soon as uh, soon as he can will be Cameron Hawkins, and we'll get our co-host extraordinaire online with But in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information, uh, all the ways you can reach out and contact and uh, interact with this here show. You want to have your voice heard on this here show? There are two ways of going about having your voice heard. First way, traditional way, get in line right now or in the next hour or so. And uh, get in queue. We'll talk to you on there before the show is off. And, uh, yeah, hit us up, 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. And that gets you in line to talk to Cameron and myself and to talk to uh, – this here audience live. The other way to have your voice—excuse <clears throat> me—to have your voice heard is to drop us a voicemail. On our voicemail line, you have three unadulterated minutes. You got questions, comments, you got a rant in you. Well, you have three minutes to do any or all of those things. That number uh, for the uh, for the voicemail line is four one five seven eight seven. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. You can find the show on Twitter. Find us at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at Trap Lord. Find Cam at, at Seahawk. <clears throat> And um, and the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page. That can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch, East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. You'll find us amongst, or among the, uh, amongst, what's that? Oh, shit, look at Bailey trolling with the, with the, with the, <laughs> with the coffee. Damn them jeans. Damn, damn. Yeah. Okay, so I'm 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 finally watching SmackDown. And I mean this isn't anything I didn't know before, but my goodness. Just yeah, seeing Bailey in regular clothes uh, clothes always seem Charlotte did street clothes god. Just cause she dressed better and is way more fancy and name brands and all that. You know, expensive hoity toity shit. So she's gonna get the nod for Bailey. Just shape alone, man. Okay, okay, sorry. 
find us on Facebook. Um, like I, I do want to shout out. Um, uh, I think I shamed G peoples into uh, into liking the page, but Scott Pinsky, Eric Rodriguez, and G peoples. Uh, thanks for the likes in the last uh, week or so. Appreciate all of you guys. Now uh, share the page on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies in it, and uh, that would be even more awesome. So that's how you get at us. That's how you call us. That's how you tweet us. That's how you email us. That's how you fan page us up. And uh, hmm. I should check the group me. Any, any message from Cam? No. No, it isn't. <clears throat> mm, Aiden Royce. Wow. Wow. Ah, I spoke him up and he, like, Will Smith out of a bottle. He needs his way onto the show. Cameron Hawkins, welcome to the East Coast Cat. What's going on, man? Not too much, man. Uh, how's everything? Everything's pretty good. Everything's pretty good. Did you see SmackDown last night? Yeah. Or from last night? Um, Bailey in these jeans? Wow. <laughs> anyway. Why do you, I yep. mean, you've seen her in person in, in clothes. What are you talking about? No, no, no. And I'm, this is, again, as I said two minutes ago, this isn't anything I haven't, I'm not used to understand it's always been there. It's been, you know, like, but just, it's nice when you see, you know, just, like, oh, She's just dressed like a person, and wow. <laughs> I mean, that's reminded of that, that, yeah, that, you, you were that Martina. Feet from her, that she was dressed like an adult. You, you've seen that. That's cool. Wait, what? I don't know. That was y'all. I was that's in that Q&A. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Oh, damn. Question and answer. Okay. All right. Enough of that. Um... So yeah, I was just about to, uh, just about to, to kind of ponder the biggest story. What's the, uh, what's the main thing of the week that's happened? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, like we do with with most pay per views. I think Stomping Grounds is is the big story. Um, <laughs> you know, is that like by default? So absolutely, absolutely. It usually <laughs> is, but even yeah. a week, you know, a week pay per view. Um, is, 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 is I think still the biggest story. I mean, um, like there's, there's, there's interesting things. Like they've started their Fox promos. Um, there is, um, you know, this Harvard case study on the last 40 years of WWE. I think is really interesting. But, but big wrestling story. Everybody kind of thinks they're. Oh yeah, tell story. me about that. Um, yeah, yeah, big. Um, oh yeah. I mean, Triple H just announced that Harvard's doing a case study on the last 40 years of business. Or WWE, so that's coming up. Um, yeah, you've seen the Fox uh, promo stuff, but yeah, it's it's, it's uh, wait, 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 wait. So, um, tr- so it's not an independent thing. I guess it can't be if you want access to like non-public numbers, because only twenty years of that forty has been public. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish I could tell you the details of what the course is. I mean, I think like you know, working in education, like with most college courses. Even if they give you a master syllabi, you don't know what the course is until the course happens. So, you know, maybe I, I know some people. Maybe I know somebody that's going to take the class, and we'll have more information then. 
Wait, 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 wait. Or at least somebody all, in on the class. Wait, wait, oh, wait. I must have misunderstood. Harvard's offering a class on the last 40 years? You're having a, a class based on a case study. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess that's a little different. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. But, um, but yeah, like, um, it, was, it was funny. One of my Twitter followers actually kind of laid out, I think, how we should talk about Stomping Ground. And mm. it was basically like, well, like, I don't necessarily understand. Now, again, this is this person talking, not me talking. Like, I don't really understand why people aren't into Stomping Grounds. It's like, you know, that is basically what Backlash was, and you're getting the things that, you know, that you that – you, you're getting the things you were mad that, that Saudi Arabia got. I'm like, well, I kind of think you're answering your own question. Like, one of the reasons that Backlash worked is because it was running back WrestleMania matches. Like, and that only worked for like big, five years between like yeah, and they had to go away from you know, oh one yeah, and oh six where it really, really worked. Yeah, hundred percent. And then on top of that, like, you know, I don't think that people interpret. You now getting the matches that Saudi Arabia got when one, they weren't the strongest matches because you had people who did not want to go. <laughs> like, there's also that. Like you're retreading and, and the physical part of it too, of the 120 degrees of the flying into Saudi Arabia to do a match then turn around and leave. I mean that's not that's taxing. Yeah, I mean for whatever reason, for whatever yeah. reason. But you, but you, but you, and the, and the apathy. I'm saying on top of maybe the apathy of not wanting to be there near certain people. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I think that <clears throat> it, it's funny. You know, I was doing a, um, I kind of did a live thread on Raw, and I was like, well, you know, for a show I didn't want to watch, boy, they stuck, they stuck Ricochet and Joe in there, and then mm-hmm. I asked people if that made it a must-watch show, probably. About, you know, in, in a poll, I think more than a third of people said, yeah, now it's a must-watch show because this is a match I absolutely have wanted to see and feel like I need to see. But outside of that, like, I, I don't, you know, you're going to get good action in a Dolph, uh, a Dolph Kofi match. People are not interested in a Seth uh, Kofi match, regardless of who the referee is. Like, that's not any type of selling point, I don't think. So... You know, like it's, it's another show. And then, you know, my biggest gripe was, why is it called Stomping Grounds when literally three people from your roster are there and nobody else? Three people from your roster are there and what? Are from Washington State. And oh. then, and that's, and, and the weird thing is, who are the three people on your roster from Washington State, Travis? Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian, and Shane Strickland. Shane Strickland's not even on your main roster. Right, and Tamina's garbage. Like, and Tamina's not in a match. Well, that match. Like, there's no... That's the name. I think I don't think people are dumb. Like, it's not even like a cool, weird, edgy name. Like, the aggression pay-per-view or, you know, something like... Or, or Breaking Point or Fast Lane or, you know... I think it's right along the lines, Cam. What is my name? Exactly. I think I disagree a little bit. I think it's more of the same that we've been getting with with meaningless pay-per-view names that people don't pay attention to, that mean nothing. They're just corny, and you're 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 certainly not (laughs) you're not going to get it. It's uh, 
if it was yeah, like, you can't call it Dolph so Kofi too, because that's like Dolph Kofi 27. Because he's really dealing with Dolph Kofi 43. But yeah. this is, I mean, it's, I'm not even going to say it's insulting, but it's it's very clearly uninspired, I guess is what you can say. Like, I mean, with Great Ball of Fire, that, you know, like that was, if not the start, that was the apex of, oh, we just don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah, it's just like. But didn't that have no the Joe Lesnar match on it, though? Yeah, which was great. Yeah. And it's yeah. Funny, somebody ran down that pay per view, and I was like, wow, that was, a, that was actually a really good show. Like, yeah. that's a lot of, that was a pretty strong card. Um, so, I, I think that's part of the reason where, like, even though the name was dumb, nobody was like, oh, I don't need to watch this because the name is dumb. Like, in, in the yeah, two top it's... matches. Not only is there like not a real chance I mean from from a football standpoint, not a real chance of the Universal or WWE title switching place. And it's not it's it's just where oh my god, if it does switch place wow, is that something? Like people don't wanna see Dolph as Corbin as champion. Dolph certainly made his case uh, in this in the promo he cut on the open SmackDown. I uh, I was like, I, I'm not rude guys by any means, but I was like, man, he's uh, really in the moment. Like he's the quality. He's absolutely on my performer. Yes, yes, yeah. That part. No, no, no argument about that. He's absolutely performing well, but that that doesn't it doesn't always translate to you being a hot actor. Right. It's like if he was more. If he was over. And cut this promo, people might really get themselves worked up that this might be. But if they're he like, was all right, this guy. Yeah, if he was this guy when he was the guy talking about stealing the show, I think he's in a much different place. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess, I guess one of the, the story that you can't, the, the ricochet leaks. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a yeah. number, it's a 2019. Ah, I mean, these things go back to the 90s, but still. But it's definitely a modern issue that wrestlers, even, you know, Shahid Nagruche, it's like, what the fuck is with guys? You know, Shahid, what would be 40th of the year or something like that? You know, he, he just, he's a, of a different generation than whatever, 26-year-old Ricochet. And it's and just like, why do these guys feel the need to film everything, share everything? Or for, with the intent to share I mean, or watch it. Boy, boy. Yeah, and the easy thing about Ricochet, like, he very much, I mean, he wears established 1988 on his tights. You know what I mean? Like, he's very oh, much from that generation. And, you know, it's like, why do people. I'm 39. It's like, why do people do this? It's like, well, because that's, that's what they do. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you being you, Travis. This show that we're watching, Euphoria, you're not going to watch it until, you know, 2021 because you have to be different, even though your friends are doing something cool. But I don't even know I mean, what this is you're talking much, about, so, okay. There you go. It's very much of that generation. Like, I mean, it's a show about kids in high school fucking and doing drugs. And, you know, the, one of the conversations they have of one of the guys, this group of guys, like the girl, and it's like, have you seen her slut pages? And it's like, what? And basically, it's a euphemism for her leaked news and all that. You know? Like, it's just, it's literally just 
what the generation is. And, you know, like, I think the good thing about a show like you and I, as much as we may joke about stuff like this, like, just like we wouldn't shame Paige, we wouldn't shame Ricochet. So it's just, it's pretty much Oh, yeah. Show. I mean, uh, the, the, I mean, we're all sexual uh, beings. I mean, it's so, to, to, and it's usually worse for women because, you know, they, how dare they find pleasure in sex and seek it out. Um, but yeah, it's just the the idea of it, of it getting out now, and he's got to deal with that, and he's got to deal with the memes yeah. and the gifts, and the, you know, some that I've already been a, a part of, uh, at least in a group, small group chat setting, sharing. Uh, it's not something I'm going out of my way to, <laughs> you know, I'm not putting that shit on the group on the Insta, on the East Coast cast Insta or anything like that. Um, exactly. But, Which is- yeah, it's just cheap and fucking easy. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just like, like, man, don't, don't take yourself. Or we're really getting to the point where, because this won't be an issue, we, this won't be anything we're talking about. I won't say by next, by the next the East Coast cast, by Sunday grounds, this will be forgotten. I doubt there'll be any chance or anything at the, the show. People, young people specifically, younger people than us specifically, really don't care. Like you're saying about this show, and that, that, you know, like, if you see, you see their slip page. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, that's what y'all out there doing. Huh? And the answer is, yup. So. Yeah. I mean, what's great is, for, for all the things that we, and we being me, I'm not trying to add accusing you of things, but for all the things like I think WWE is behind the times on, like just like Seth Rollins didn't get in trouble, just like Charlotte didn't get in trouble, Age didn't get in trouble, Ricochet won't get in trouble, and I think that's a good thing. Like the fact that and you got to throw Xavier Woods in there too. Yeah, Xavier Woods. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like they didn't face backlash for being. People of that age and of that generation, um, and, and so the WWE for not making a big deal. Like Absolutely. David Wood, like you're younger, younger or older than you, I bet. I think he's even <laughs> younger than me. And, and yeah, Ricochet is Ricochet's two yeah, years younger. You know, mm-hmm. And Charlotte's my age. Seth Rollins is very. We're all that same age. You know, like it's just it's the way it's the way we conduct business. With our feet. But yeah, I know it's funny because, like, you wonder if Ricochet is even gonna, like, of course he's gonna get jokes. But, yeah. like, I'm like, we're gonna like, like, mom and shit. Like, fuck, man, I'm a mom kind of like, no More than, like, creeps on the internet, it's like, yeah, oh my. Yeah. Like as much as shit I've done in my my life, like in early like sexual stuff and how early I got started, like I'd, I'd be mortified even as an almost forty year old man if my mom found out about that. Bam, my mom found out I was in this like group sex thing because my fucking adult friend Dale blabbed to my dad. Yeah, adult friend, that sounds super creepy, but <laughs> I was like twenty. He's living whatever. <laughs> but I, I was—he was a cool older dude that we were friends with, and I worked for his valet service and shit. But his dumbass blabbed to my fucking dad, and then why would my dad? And he goes and tells my mom, 
And I wasn't even a group sex. It was I was smashing this chick who was like a year younger than my mom. That's what it was. Why don't you tell that woman to buy you a bus ticket? Oh! Like, I got to hear that from my mom. So, yeah, that's the part about uh, this kind of shit that I that I'm feel for people and that have shit leaked or whatever, audio or tapes or pictures. Um, I'm sure my mom knows I'm naked on the internet somewhere. So, you, know, <laughs> I, you know, this is one of those things. Um, it's called the Sondra. Confirm or deny. Yeah, no, I can confirm it. Um, but no, yeah. Um, it's one of those things where like, yeah, you do feel for the guy in the moment, but in his case, I mean, again, being we live in a society where being a man, like, it's not going to, it's going to be more jokes than shame. That's just how it works. And plus, on top of all that, he's very, very good at his job. So, yeah. you know, like, he's yeah, going to be okay. Yeah, this isn't Bo Dallas in that, but his, 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 uh, yeah. Trevor, I do have a question for you. I think we talked about this last week. More people are talking about it. Okay. Is Shane McMahon going to be a world champion uh, by 2020? Yo, I said he might be by fucking end of the year. Yeah, by SummerSlam or, you know, so Roman can take it from him at WrestleMania. And I'm so afraid that that might happen. Like, that makes way too much sense. And, you know, from a certain Fuck what fuck fuck ass way. <laughs> it just made too much sense for them not to do. Like, why else yeah. is Shane McMahon, you know, four and zero this year? Fine, whatever fuck he is. All these high profile, big time matches against big time opponents, and he's just yeah. I mean, I'm walking through him, but he's winning, holding his own. Yeah. Mhm. I think it's it's it's. It's it's I think it's more likely to happen than not. As soon as he makes eyes at Kobe or Kobe says something, and then you know it's over. Then you know that up, oh, that's where you're headed. So yeah. look for that in like July, set up August. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, yeah, a few quick notes. Um, I think it was a good week for tag teams, like for them to acknowledge that. Those are the best team in the world, at least storyline-wise. For the sure. revival to have heavy involvement with Shane McMahon, for the club to get, you know, kind of a motivational speech from AJ, um, for War Raiders to get a squash, and then even pass, you know, Brian and Rowan on the ramp. Like, it's a good week for tag teams. Um, you know, even though it was on main event, like Cedric Alexander is wrestling again. Um like, some people we want to see get time or getting time, you know, at the expense of others, but I thought it was a pretty good week for Drew. Um, really, really good interaction with him and he's playing. Like, we're some, we're some good stuff this week. Um, yeah. Even though, like, I, I like that we get to see a lot of Sammy and KO. But they are, they're the niggas to beat on right now, and I hate that. Like, oh, Sammy, take, is, Sammy is taking pinfall after pinfall. It's like, maybe that AEW line wasn't, you know, it's like one of those things where WWE isn't going to do something big and dramatic to to, to prove uh, the thing everybody 
assume the right thing. So here we are, three, four weeks later, and Sammy looks like a goof every week. He's just, he is the job guy in every situation he's been in. And he's very much the main event job guy, but a job guy nonetheless. Yeah. Um, the the revival being tag champs and being associated with uh, with Shane and you know they have the new look, they have the better better outfits on and shit like that. I was looking at I was looking at their outfit. I'm like, yo, I bet I wear the exact same size in those exact clothes. I just kept looking at him like, that's a, that's for me. I don't really want to go to church, but here we are, fit. Very, very much so. Um, <laughs> like, Dawson pocketing the money, so for Slater was amazing. It was amazing. He was not letting a dollar go. <laughs> they, they were good. Like, they're... They're fun. They they really are. And yeah, I just think like those tag teams, um I don't know if they if they do the right thing and go to one set of belts. But if they do, like they have some really good teams that can really fill time, like it you, it can't be another year that Fish and O'Reilly are down there. It can't be. Like in turn I don't think it's another year that the Street Profits are down there, at least Montez Ford. Like, they could really have, they have the talent to offset this this idea of purity and competition that AEW has. Like, they really have that in the cup. Well, we'll see where they go. We'll see how long they're interested in it. But, yeah. And we got falling through the cracks, story, something. Uh, um, I don't know. Like, is is the idea that Bailey could be even an approximation of the male John Finn? Matter of fact, is the idea that Bailey could be the male Sting? Is that dead? Because. Is it what? Doing like, is it dead? Dead, okay. Because, I blame Kylie Ray a lot for me even going down this path, but when I look at what Bailey did with Alexa on Monday by, like, costing her a match that she could have easily had that conversation before or after that match about her frustration with Alexa Line. And then your interaction on SmackDown, like, is, is, is Bailey set on being a tweeter or a heel more so than that white meat baby face character she was in NXT? Yeah, the, 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 the WWE doesn't do, um, we've been written about this, WWE does not do, like, goodness. They don't know how to book, like, it was, it was, I mean, them failing with her as that as that with that character, like something that we saw in NXT for, for two years and went, man, when this gets to the main roster, they're going to sell so much crap. And little kids are just, yeah. and that's just not the case because they, 
don't know how to book someone that's not. Like, even John Cena had his stupid ass, uh, you know, he's always cutting somebody down and, and calling somebody names and, you know, fat shaming or gay shaming or, you know, ba- Bailey's not, not that, so they don't know how to just have her be a good person that people can relate to, that kids can relate to. Um, <laughs> so, so that's over. That the, the white me bitch. So that's not. But I, I don't think it's over for her being an effective, very over baby thing. Because I, the work is there. That's 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 not the, the issue. It's just the the, the character consistency. I think it's time for her to uh, just you know slowly but surely over the course of. This summer, the or the course of the rest of the last six months of 2019, kind of moved to a new, and and, and she has, I, I think. But the ponytail is like going to be like the, like when that moves to the back, like a normal goddamn ponytail, or she consistently consistently has her hair down. Um, that's when we're looking at. I think that'll signify that. But I think she's on her way. I think the you know, putting the, the, the stuff on her face, like the, the makeup, or not the makeup. Yeah, I guess it's makeup, whatever, glitter in the star. Just uh, her look coming out in those the jeans and, you know, just being a regular person. And not being a hugger and all that shit anymore, really. Travis, who is going to be the referee of the Universal title match? I have no idea. Uh, uh, Marty just texted me and said he can't call in, but he wanted to ask a question. And then, do we see Corbin winning the title for Rollins? You 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 said earlier, like, no, they say the same. Neither main men's championship changes hands. Uh, who do you also ask any good conspiracies, please? You have it. Um, I, as far as the the, the, the ref. I think it's clearly going to be somebody that we haven't um, that we haven't that's not on the roster or called up for next day. I don't know, or or it's a gimmick like it's some kind of celebrity or something. Oh shit, oh, AOP's there, or some kind of like somebody that they figured that they can't. That Seth isn't going to bash in the back with the, you know, Pete Rose or somebody. Uh, yeah, I mean, but you know, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. I, I really think there's a chance that it's Becky. I genuinely think that. <laughs> Explain. Because we had. Like three interactions with them passing one another on Raw. Yeah. Um, and they say outright. Her boyfriend, Seth and yeah. The fact that Seth Rollins would attack Eric Young for even having the conversation. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be somebody he wouldn't attack. Yeah, and yeah, that's kind of why I went the, the old person around. But you talking about his girlfriend. I can't. How can she be convinced to do that? Or, you know what? She might. No, but why would he ask? 
Why would Corbin say Becky be my he, she call it down the middle? Well, because, because, because I don't think the goal well they kind of alluded to the fact that it's somebody who would help him, but they even talked about how it would be a good opportunity for them to be in a part of the match. Not so much to not call it down the middle. They, they care about right? somebody else. What is Corbin? We supposed to believe Corbin cares about somebody's opportunity? That's not. That doesn't. Well, that's what Corbin does. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That's what Corbin does. That was what the wrestlers were saying when the conversation happened. Like. There's no reason to think that Eric Young wouldn't call it down in the middle. He just showed not to be a part of it. Uh, you know, like, like to me, it has to be somebody Seth Rollins won't attack. Yeah. Yo. I, I, and, th- I, and then the second glaring thing is, well, she has a match. She's going to do that after her match, after me, I they don't. They don't typically I mean, do that kind of stuff. Her, her gimmick is that she's not going to turn down a challenge. Like this is the same person who wrestled two title matches in one night to prove she won't. You know, like things would sit, align with her character for her to do that. Um, you know, she gave John Cena that you can't beat me. Like gender doesn't matter to her. If there is a way to get there, for sure, and it would be super intriguing. I just don't know. I don't trust WWE to do that in segments on stomping grounds because they don't have any more TV to do that. So it's possible because the match is the main event, and they still have all those superstars, and Seth's going to spend his, you know. Three hours leading up to his match, he's going to go around bashing people just to not hit Becky when she gets revealed. So I don't know. I mean, if there's a way to do it. I just think it's it's always it always a lot of the times comes back to not trusting WWE to do it or not just thinking. I just don't think they couldn't can do it. It's not about trust. I don't think they could do it in, in, in a few segments. In the segments it would take. So, I'd right. be remiss you know, not mentioning that the expensive seats as of Monday had sold. The who seats? Oh, at Stomping Ground? The expensive. Yeah. They had it? Wow. So they I know had, I tried to. I think that's in pool, but like so, uh, the $500 yeah. seat. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying nobody wants to spend, uh, I was going to say 350 but. I want to spend 500 bucks to sit ringside for stomping ground. <laughs> Shit, yeah, you buy you buy a hundred dollar fifth row ticket, it might be a chance that they say, hey, could you move up and we're just gonna everybody yep. fill in. <laughs> imagine you sitting there. Imagine you spend that 450, whatever it is, 500 dollars for a front row seat, and it's Fifteen minutes till they start wanting to tape something, whatever it is, and they start moving motherfuckers forward. That spent ninety dollars on a ticket. You might share with what? You can put, yeah, because you're gonna see like, damn, where? Why is there no one around me? Then all of a sudden, people start filling in, and they're like, oh, cool front row, and they're you're like, what? You didn't? They're like, no, I paid eighty-five. So bitch. <laughs> Shit, you might. 
You might have, uh, well, I don't know, what kind of case you have to go to the box office. Like, yo, give me a $90 ticket right now. <laughs> give me my $400 back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so, all right, let's, uh, let's open this thing up. Some phone calls, 347. 202-0103. Hit us up. Let's start. Let's start. Uh, start things off with uh, Kylan up in Newark. Wait a second. So Shelton Benjamin is just stealing the belt, and they're chasing him as if. And then Matt Hardy pulling up the rear. Matt Hardy's fifty-three years old. Hey, a baby. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think what, what kind of weird M name. Because he's like, you know, like Josh. Like, you know, like, see what happens when you give him time off? Yeah. Hey, like, yeah, keep him on the road. Yeah, man. Oh, and, and I don't know if you're watching SmackDown with the volume on. But there's a moment where basically Corbin is interviewing people for the referee job. Matt Hardy comes out of his office and looks at him and says, Senior Benjamin, your time is next. Pretty fun moment. Nice. I saw that moment, but I did not hear. So cool. Yeah. All right. Again, let's start things up off uh, up in Newark. Talk to Kyle. Uh, Kyle, what's going on? What up? Not much. Travis, how are you and Cam doing this week? Doing okay? Yeah, what's on your mind? Excellent, my friend. Uh, minor spoiler here to start things off. Uh, I'm not sure if it starts tonight or next week, but apparently Triple H and NXT executives have come up with their own version of Ring of Honor's top prospect tournament which the NXT version is apparently going to be called the Breakout Star yeah. Yeah, I saw some uh, some screenshots or something of it. Yeah, go ahead. Now, what's it? What's it one more time? Say it again, Cam. Yeah, what is it? One more time, I missed it. What's it called, Kyle? The, the Breakout Star Tournament, I believe. Okay. And it will feature eight people that we have not currently seen on NXT TV at this point. Yeah, I don't know what I was watching, but I saw it was probably the network, and it was a bumper. Just, just showing that that's uh, that that's happening. 
Is ACH in it, Tyler? Yes, he he is at some point. It's only only what I really cared much about, I I think, in the thing I saw. Yeah, no, that should be, it should be interesting. Do you know when and where it starts? I'm not sure if it's tonight or next week, but one of the next two weeks, I'm pretty sure. It's a network. It's on the network, right? It's here? Huh? Oh, oh, damn. Damn. So, all right. Yeah, anything else? What else you got for us, Kyle? Um, regarding AEW. What what are your thoughts on all out officially selling out as I prematurely predicted last week in a full half an hour? I mean, it was as expected, and I didn't. Uh, I mean, I think it was fifteen minutes. And oh yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Fifteen minutes. It's it's really fucking awesome, <laughs> you know that they that this that it's just about momentum. I mean, I'm very, uh, I, I'm very confident in my. Uh, I know I know I'm in the minority, but I don't think all uh, double or nothing was. That great of a show was a good little show, and I mean that in that in you know the way I said it, you know, and in that tone, it was a good little show. Um, but people, what we wanted, the fan base as a whole, they have the momentum. We want it to be good. Uh, it's like when I would watch tapes of WCW in 95, like when they went on like, hey, like, like the shit that they were doing in and out of the main event um, and outside of the cruiserweights, like the, it was just like how I just, I just never got the, the, the love of WCW. I just, yeah. In, in the moment and like looking back, I just don't get it. It was just always kind of corny and that was, a lot of the AEW stuff came across as just minorly because a lot of the, the talent they're using it and that's my biggest issue and I'll come back to it their talent roster is just not strong and uh, what, when it strengthens up with with better indie talent or they start signing away you know other mainstream talent uh, good people not just anybody so. uh the little ass bike Tony Deville taking that donut. <laughs> Don't get the fuck out of here. She's like, I am not trying to eat this thing. Let me see how this, see this body. Come eat donuts. 
even the most problem. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, um, all out. It's, did you expect anything different, Cam, than selling out in 15 minutes? No, people seem very uh, seem very committed to the way that they put on the shows, even if we're not necessarily talking about it. You got a talent on the show, like people are trying to ride with their brand. They want to be in on the ground floor. Like, no, them selling out in 15 minutes, especially. I mean, on top of that, they don't have the the recapture. Those scammers were out too. Um, which, you know, definitely benefits them, but even if it was, you know, if it didn't sell out in 15, it would have sold out in 30. Yes, sir. Hmm. All right. Awesome. Good talking to you, Kyle. Great, great talking to you. Uh, are, are, you are you still not going to enjoy Spider Fish or... Am I not going to enjoy it? Is that the question? Because last week it sounded like you were almost not not even excited about watching it at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Moxley versus Janela isn't getting me like. I guess if in the moment I'm like, hey, all it takes is to download this app, sign up for something, and, you know, we can watch it, then maybe. But I'm not doing it now. I'm not ah, – I don't know. I, I don't – I'll hear the results. And, it's you know, Saturday whatever. Night in June. It's what? It's Saturday night in June. I'm not going to be home. I said it's a Saturday night in June. I'm not going to be home to watch it. Oh, well, I probably will, but – I don't, I don't know if I care enough to watch it. Moxley Janela is not getting me out of my seat to do anything. And the fight for the Fallen, I don't know if that's, I think that's two different shows. I don't know. We'll see. Again, if they need people on there who are going to get me juiced. And Moxley by himself, even with Jericho on the same card, it's just, uh, you know, they're going to need more. For me to get, for me to watch like that, I'll watch or go to All Out or watch their TV for sure. But Fighter Fest, yeah, uh, we'll see. But anyway, all right, Colin, appreciate you, man. Let's, uh, Mike was on the line. I guess he dropped off. Let's go to this uh, non VIP email from Jabron. He chimes in. He says, uh, What up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. I know last week Cam said he had to do more research before he could speak on Mark Henry, but I feel like he can speak his mind and thoughts on him because I've listened to him, Mark Henry, uh, on the radio, and I have to say he now acts as if if he's some kind of spokesman for the WWE. Well, I assume he is. Um, I take nothing away from what he did in the WWE, but I feel he will not criticize the company when things don't make sense or when creative is bad. I want your thoughts and opinions. Yeah, well, first, I think he is a spokesman. I mean, I think, I don't, I'm not sure if he would fall under any other, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, he's a, he's an ambassador. Absolutely. And, yeah, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, um. You know, like, like I, I think Javon, like, maybe something was lost in translation. When I said I had to do more research, I meant I wasn't going to speak on that black man in particular. Like, that's, <laughs> that's really what I meant. Um, you know, he's doing what he feels is right. And I, I think my biggest thing, and, and I hope this doesn't come across as condescending, like, I know Mark Henry is from a super small town in Texas. Um, knowing my friends, knowing, you know, going to, to UT and so having friends that came from that environment and ended up being, you know, millionaires, like I know that they see the world differently. Like you're not Mark Henry was probably one of the few white black people where he was from, but he was never ready. You know what I mean? Like Mark Henry was always the exceptional and that that's not me degrading him or anybody around him. It's just that I don't think Mark Henry necessarily has had to see things through the same lens as everybody else. And, and so I think that when he's talking, he's speaking from his heart, and he's not doing anything detrimental or, or purposely detrimental or evil. I just think that Mark Henry has a unique perspective that, that won't always get across what we feel like is going on in the world. So like for somebody I, I respect so much, for somebody I've like looked up to for so long, and I know he's, he's a unique person in a world of unique people. I'm just kind of like, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. This this isn't new if you follow Mark Henry. Mark Henry gave his first major interview. Was it the one he did in 2010 after the uh, Michael Hayes stuff? But I just remember hearing how I remember in whatever interview it was I learned that he don't ride with nobody He don't hold nothing from no. Basically Mark Henry treats WWE like prison Right? Or at least at this time Or at least in his as a wrestler Right? He's not mm-hmm. holding nothing for nobody Because people, you know You know, no, I'm not taking the ball I'm not getting in trouble for you Uh-uh Nope. And what I, you remember. I pay my own hotel, even if it's yeah. you know more expensive to to be be alone. And so I kind of saw the Mark Henry, uh, and and this was because he was treated badly. And I was taught, man, for a guy that was treated like shit, somebody tricked him into literally eating shit, uh, you know, poop like excrement. Uh, mm-hmm. He sure goes to bat for for this company. A lot, and I'm saying this, you know, eight, ten years ago. They always took care of him, though. Like, 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 personnel aside, you know, Mark Henry's mm-hmm. had how many injuries, and they always held him down. Like, yeah, point. he's unique in that. Like, he got that ten-year deal, and they absolutely honored him through through injuries, through setbacks. So, I mean, as somebody who says never be loyal to the company, if anybody has a reason to be loyal to the actual company, it's Mark Henry. That's a good point. Never think of, put it that, think of it that way. Um, check. <laughs> so, and I wasn't going to talk about it, but I might as well, and we'll get to Javon's second question. 
to Dre and the through checkers. I guess my idea wasn't as good. So I hit Richard in the text like, yo, we need to start thinking of a name for the His Dark Materials podcast, right? And and uh, just to set, put, give some context, a, a demon in the show is, or in the story, in, is a is an, an an animal representation of your soul. Like you saw the movie Golden Compass, you get it. Um, and dust is just this not MacGuffin. It's a real thing that everybody's kind of looking for and trying to study and find out what it's about in this in the story. So he goes, should it be like demon or dust related? Right, and I go, Rich, uh, South Congress presents the Demon Dust podcast. I think you just, you know, I, I think you just nailed it, right? But I was like, let's not go with the first thing we come up with. That's, uh, you know, and I asked Dre. I was like, think some more, and I asked Dre, and he was like, and he and he gave me one, and, uh, and I never, <laughs> I never responded like, yay or nay. And so we chatted. Why Drake can't Drake can't jump in the group chat every three months and expect a response in five minutes. We still we still get UTUB in here. Uh, but yeah, I'm super excited about this. Um, you know what? Um, no, we'll save that. Uh, let's get back to Debron's email. He asked, "Who's closing out the show on Sunday? Do you think the show? Do you think Brock will show up? I, I think he could. I think he could be the special." And Brock catches in on him to win the belt. Wow. Damn, I wish I read this email in full earlier so I could have stole his Brock Lesnar uh, special rep idea. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. That's my other closest possibility. Like, because Brock Lesnar being special guest referee, um, you know. Oh my God. Sammy Faye took that L. Oh my God. Damn! Yeah, like, Why are they doing them so dirty? Cool. Ding, ding, ding. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, yeah. they got Sammy out of there, boy. Sammy caught that copiated that stored finisher. Um, but, no, like, Brock being the uh, being the guest referee, like, Brock has money in the bank, so if anybody's going to be impartial, <laughs> it's Brock. Let that match go on forever. And and cause a DQ if you want, like yeah, <laughs> do whatever, like yeah, it'd be the closest. I mean, it'd be chaos, but the, but Brock is like a very real possibility, um, probably the most conventional possibility. But the idea that Brock is showing up at the stomping ground is kind of funny. They saw the appearance. Yeah, I mean, it's probably you know it's funny. It's probably closer, like geographically. To, to most of the places they visit to him for where he lives, but, you know. It, I mean, he'll show up and be like, hey, if you want to add that on or, or, or use that a date on stomping ground, face. Sure. Um, so, yeah, but no, I, 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 I think it'll be um, uh, Kofi and Dolph for the in the cage. I, I, I just think it's nobody's trying to see Corbin and Seth in the main event. Nobody's trying to see Corbin yeah. in the main event. And it's stomping grounds and and it's a cage match. I think it's it's an easy it's an easy call. 
and the babyface is going to win. I mean, babyface, you assume, is going to win in, in the universal match, too, but still. Kofi went in, in the cage. Damn, if he Millie rocked his way out the front door, that'd be the shit. <laughs> Trouble in paradise, and then he just, mm, 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 mm. maybe hit the folks once or twice before he leaves and just bounce. <laughs> uh, so thanks for the email, Jabron. Appreciate it. Let's, uh, might as well go to this other one. Jason from Orlando chimes in. What up, East Coast cast? I think this AEW versus WWE rivalry is going to work out for the wrestling industry and the fans. Over the last few years, I've been trying to watch every Raw and Nitro from the beginning. I'm finally, I'm finally up to June 97th, and man, are both shows on fire. It's amazing what competition can do. Uh, during this time, Nitro uh, was the bigger, has the bigger star power and anything can happen feel. While Raw has easily has easy to follow storylines with nuanced characters, I believe we have the best we have the best athletes we've ever had in wrestling right now, and if both companies can match half the excitement now that Nitro and Raw were doing back in '97, then we're gonna have some fun being uh, we're gonna have some fun being a wrestling fan. Uh, here's a few questions for you guys: Do you believe AEW has their top guy right now in the company? If so, who do you believe they? If so, who or do you even believe they need a top guy at this point? Thanks, guys. Oh, well, you, you need a top guy. I don't think that's a question. You can have an ensemble, but you should be working on one guy that's going to be your featured guy above everybody else. I mean, it's just 100 years of pro wrestling has worked that way. Yeah. Uh, like, Rock and Austin was because they were Rock and Austin. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, you know, and like... Oh, and they have two guys, and that's even, that's even better, but yes, you should... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's it's so unique to even be able to do that. Like, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, and that, like, you need one because there aren't two. You know, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, in most generations, in most companies, yeah. you're not having... Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I love Batista... But Batista was not John Cena, and Batista probably tell you he was John Cena for, for whatever reason. Right. Right. Um, and every generation like, has it. Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan. It was just, yeah. you know, or, or even closer, where like Macho Man and, and Hulk Hogan, where you you had your contingent of fans that were like, if you just keep, if you just stop dick riding Hulk Hogan so much, Macho could be that guy. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think it's it's either Moxley or it's Omega. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I don't know if like good luck to Hangman Page because Hangman Page was considered the the top guy in wrestling by people who, who talk about things like that. Um, you know, a year. So so good luck to him. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's either Moxley or or it's Omega. Um, I, I mean, the thing about Omega is I I don't know if. Even having a a two hour live show on TNT, I don't know if Kenny Omega can get any bigger. No, because I think that the people. Well, what I'm saying is the people who appreciate Kenny Omega's style are already the people who are paying however much money to go see him wherever. And, and you will tune in uh, when he's on. We'll tune into their TV. Yeah. 
Exactly. I will stay up at weird hours to watch him wrestle. And so, so like, I don't know if personality-wise, like, to, to me, for an American audience, Kenny Omega and AJ Styles probably do the same thing. And, like, I think people love AJ Styles and love yeah. AJ Styles. I don't think that... From what I've seen of Omega and his super quirky internet personality, I just don't... Uh... Well, I mean, I'm saying what you're saying. Again, I think that... Like, I, I guess what I'm saying is AJ is his peak. Like, I, I don't think that, and I don't know if he'll get there, but he's he's so good in the ring, and then the other stuff is weird and quirky. And, and so, like, I think Moxley has a way better shot of already the American audience is familiar yeah. with him. They were big fans of him, uh-huh. and they would get to see him in an environment that's not the shield or having to figure out where he stands between AJ and Cena. Like, he's he's the established big dog, for, for lack of a better way of saying it. So, mm-hmm. um, like, I would say he's the number one if I had to single out a guy. And really, 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 for real, I don't think Omega has a problem with that. Like, Omega, nothing you've heard about him strikes him as you have to make me look like this, and everybody else has yeah. to be toned down as a result. That does not seem to be him at all. I think he knows who he is and what he is and is secure in it. Um, and so, yeah, I, I would say he would probably say Moxley if you had to if you had to ask him. And You think he would say you know, Jericho? Or would he say, yeah. I'm two, Jericho's three? Or would he say, I'm three, Jericho's two, Moxley's one? I would say he would say three. He would say he's three. I, I really think he would. Just because of Cause I, I, don't think, I think his ego is about that star that star rating, and there's nothing wrong with that because he's getting paid regardless. But I think that's where his ego lies, not how many people came to the building because he sold it out. Yeah, I hope he can turn out to be. I, th- I hope he. I hope his personality translates outside of the people that already like him and appreciate him. Because because there is a certain thing about him that you either get or you don't. Or like me, you kind of halfway get. Like he did that. He did that uh, thumbs up. Like that that kid, that old internet kid, looks at the camera in the year and he's got that big giant computer from 1994 sitting on his desk. And it wasn't until it was pointed I knew, like, I know that from somewhere, but it wasn't until it was pointed out. So it's like, I get it, but I but I really don't. Um, but his wrestling is good enough. His look is fantastic. He has all the other things. Uh-huh. And and I just haven't had a chance to, to, to get to know him. And that'll come. And, you know, seeing him maybe one more time before... Uh, before they get on TV, but once they get on TV, I think I I I actually will say I think he is someone that can bring in a certain type of he could bring in like what like the audience people who aren't people watching WWE but love wrestling like I think little Dicky gets that. Or, or no, the audience, Lil Dicky wants to get like the 
Like, he ends up getting, like, the bros because he's a fucking white guy that, that fucking raps. But he wants to get, get the underdog kind of fan, right? The fan that, you know, he's, like, in his, uh, his joint with Snoop where he goes, like, there's a corner, there's a, there's a market that y'all not going for. Like, what about the person that's not, like, super flashy and, you know, wanting to, 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 to you know. So I think Omega can get a certain uh, mainstream or at least wrestling mainstream demo. Like, he can add. I, think I don't think he'll, the ceiling isn't there. I think he can certainly be a, you know, a big part of I think those people who decided the, yeah. the WCW loyalists. Like, I really think that the people who said WCW is going and I'm going to support TNA because they're not WWE, I think that's who he can bring in. And I, I think they're out there. And the people who just decided, like, WWE is not for me. Um, I like WCW had more, and so I'm just not going to watch this American wrestling unless it's TNA. Like, I think they'll – because not everybody who watches TNA watches WWE, I think they'll watch AEW. How long it's the middle of June, smack dab in the middle of June, when do we get our first Oh, and then we need to talk to somebody who's who listened to the to the Tony Khan uh, interview. I think it already happened. But when do we get the first like commercial? Like holy shit, we just saw on whether it's USA network or on YouTube, wherever fuck ads pop up. Holy shit! Did you see that AEW Wednesday night? You know, uh, whatever they would call their show, their, their wrestling show commercial. Is yeah, it? Yeah, are we? So they're, huh? so they're running. I guess so they're going to run. I know it's going to be two hours live. So you saying it's going to be Wednesday? Yeah. No, I'm just saying. When do we get a, a commercial? Like when does one? When do they put something together? When, oh, when are you thinking, are this summer over? Is it, are they going to wait till September to start advertising something for October? Or will yeah, they, I'd say late by July the end of July, start? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, there's no, it's a shame there's no basketball. Uh, but yeah. They've got to, uh, time. yeah, there'll probably be a, a, an announcement and a, a separate thing when they come up with the name of the show. Mm-hmm. And and day because again, like Monday, Tuesday, and what and Thursday are, I, I think, out of question. Monday because they're not going to go head to head with Raw. Tuesday and Thursday because of basketball, or is it Tuesday and Friday? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but Friday is going to be uh, SmackDown anyway. So yeah, Wednesday seems like the natural night. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks, Jason, from Orlando for the email. Appreciate that. Let's, uh, boy, I was going to say head back to the phone lines, but we got people in queue or people on listening, but nobody's got their hand up. So, <laughs> oof. damn, where y'all go? Where Mike go? Stretch out, give us 20 minutes of content. <laughs> Um, You know what This is a perfect time to You've got shit going on Uh, Talk about that 
Oh gosh, I feel like in a little bit of everything. So you got the R, the, you got the R Triple N going. Real nigga news network. That's that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we can talk sports stuff first. Um, like really, we're just looking for new ways to engage a wrestling audience that is starting to get their news in different ways. Uh, not everybody. You know, the, the torture of a newsletter is still very much that. Like, I don't know how many new people are getting mail sent to their house. Um, and, and so, between, um, and it was really like something Rich and I had been discussing, and the way it looks as of yesterday is probably not how it's going to look in a month. But um, the Torch Minute is something you'll be able to find on Torch's Instagram, so at PW Torch. I'm just basically updating you on the newest articles, um, both audio and written, on the Torch site. Um, if we have, you know, some breaking news, um, you'll be able to kind of access it there. But really, it's it's Javoy Cam and a green screen. Um, you know, just basically giving you quick graphics and information about stuff we've written, stuff we've covered, news we've broken. Um, so, yeah, that, that's going to be kind of a recurring thing, probably three times a week, I'm thinking. Um, but, but we're still kind of working the kinks out. Um, you know, Wade seems to be on board with it, so we'll see what changes, if anything. Um, yeah, so just we, I think we're already your, very forward in – how was that? No, is this your – you had that green screen for like a year now. Yeah. Is this, yeah. And, is and this just, your first – time getting to use it or at least in the real the thing testing yeah. it out. Yeah. Yes. That's the time I've ever used a green screen. So cool. it's cool. um but you've been sitting on it so yeah, yeah, that's a special investment a year ago. Yeah, so um yeah, it's a free investment. Good to know people. So yeah, <laughs> oh, it's right. just we, we want to find new ways to bring you information. We already feel like we have the very coolest people talking about wrestling, um, the most interesting people talking about wrestling, definitely the hardest workers. And so um, just just like we're talking about with AEW, like we think they have a chance to be a different product. We feel like, I feel like, just by the virtue of Cody and the Bucks not being 70 years old, they have a different perspective on how to give information to people. And so we kind of want to follow suit. Um, so, yeah, there's there, there's that. That's going to be fun to fun to work on. It, it means I have to keep a haircut too, so I don't know how excited I am about that. Oh, and then to be uh, to be totally selfish, um, today we dropped episode eight of the Goose Down. So it's me reviewing every single book in the classic Goosebump series. Today we did uh, the Girl Who Cried Monster. It was so fun. I, I don't remember last time I was that excited to talk about a book. Um, so yeah, it's on the uh, South Congress feed, South Congress with a cane. So yeah, I'm doing um, I'm doing everything so that I'm not not doing nothing. So so real quick, um, with the goose down, do you go, do you revisit it, or do you go strictly by whatever you remember as ten year old or twelve year, whenever you originally I've read or every read book. I've read eight books in nine weeks, okay. which is. <laughs> It's it's weird being an adult because then you read it, you're like, oh gosh, um, this book that I remember in this series that I cherish so much, this book takes two hours to read. What's what is going on, Mike? Just burn through it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so 
it's like read to go and read the trade paperback, really. <laughs> yeah, working off the old knowledge, um, and also like going back and watching the accompanying TV shows has been really interesting. Um, and then you just pick up on so much more as an adult. Like this, this, this book that I read uh, today, Girl Who Cried Monster. Probably the wildest thing about it was as a children's book in 1993, you have an unreliable narrator. And that just that blew my mind. Like you're supposed to be able to be able to believe everything the narrator tells you in a children's book, and it's all fabricated. Like it was really interesting. So yeah, just um, like in an innovative storytelling way, or are you saying in a cheap, in a, kind no, of... in a very innovative, good storytelling way? Like it was oh, really okay. cool. I was like, wow. Okay, like, okay, it okay. Ended a little abruptly, but this was good. Um, so it's not like uh, you and I have been doing. You've been doing this this show for a decade. Um, I've been on what five, six years, and mm-hmm. you and I have collaborated on all time, all kinds of stuff. So even okay. with all that time, I think that we're getting better, and we're finding new ways to do things. Like I told you, um, after next week, we'll be able to go back to doing the shows together in the same space going forward. So like that's going to be, you know, back to the original plan, but also a new wrinkle. Um, so I have ideas about that. So yeah, wait. Of everything. Um, we fan by fan bike. Wait, wait. Hell no, I'm not watching the Flash. No, no, no. Oh. I mean this show. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm gonna be able to like do it live and in person and <laughs> on stream if we need to. Hell, we'll put up the uh, we'll put up the green screen. Yeah, green screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, it's funny with that. I actually, not that I want to leave you alone, but um, I do have to go. But have a great rest of the show, and we'll catch up. Talk to you. All right. All right, and that is uh, you guys' cue to flood me with calls. You know, the opposite of what you're doing now. Well, again, there's some people (laughs) in line, but they're just sitting there listening. And they're about to be sitting there by themselves if I don't have nobody to talk to in a bit. So, um but let me oh that email's over. Thanks again, uh Jason in Orlando. And you know what? We were talking about it the other day. <laughs> I mean like if we were at some kind of get together, like some kind of uh you know, Lino uh, reunion or, you know, whatever fuck you want to call it. Yeah, he was tough. Dre, I was like, shit, you know you've been, I was like, there's a whole generation of East Coast cast listeners that don't know who the fuck you are. Alright, and he's like, yeah, if there was some kind of uh, some kind of get-together, they wouldn't know who I was. But I was like, yeah, but the OGs wouldn't know you and would it would be a big deal which would make the people who didn't be like, who the fuck is this guy? Maybe I need to pay attention. I was like, just like it works in wrestling. And then I think I said, we just would not, we just wouldn't debut you, debut you in Lafayette or something. You know, like Alistair Black and, 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 uh, <laughs> Ricochet, something like that.
That's weird. That makes no sense. New York, hello. Yo, <laughs> he ain't at work, with, or you is at work with, yeah, you think you work with. I said New York, oh shit, what's up, I'm, I'm down, yo, I, I hear this number, and I'm like, every fucking time, I'm like, I don't know who it is, what's up, my brother? <laughs> yeah, what's up, you on there, by the way, so, um. What's up, Constellation, what's up, man? Yeah, no, what's, um, what's, uh, what's on your, I know you probably ain't got, got time, you at work, but what's, uh, what's on your wrestling mind? These days, I'm a, you, as you, you know, know like, I, I know you like cornballs uh, and periods. So you want to talk about them? Uh, but all right, number one, I am so down, and I said this on Twitter, and I got ignored, but I get ignored on every one. I'm so down on all these champions. I, I, I mean, on the main roster, all the main roster champions, as far as the singles ones, as far as the the world title and everything, I am so disinterested. I'm disinterested in COVID, uh, Kofi. I'm disinterested in, disinterested in Seth Rollins. I've never been a Rollins fan. And Becky Lynch is terrible. I don't care what anybody says. She's fucking terrible. I'm sorry. That gimmick is terrible. I know everybody's going to hate me. It's you know, fucking terrible. No, I've coined the... And Lacey, the Evans, and, Lacey Evans, and Lacey Evans is the perfect person to show y'all how terrible the gimmick is. That's the whole thing. Like that's why I love. That's why I love it because she's like the anti Becky, and that is that is a perfect match. That is a perfect match. Sure. And all without the negativity, without the negativity aside of me being an asshole, that is a that. And I don't really fuck with Becky like that. But this is a perfect match, though. It's a perfect match Yo, as far as gimmick Ray right. is allergic to greatness. As that's what it, that's, that's really what it is. I am because you know I'm down. I. I the Kushida thing you you hating on me about? Listen, all I know is Imperium got new track suits and it's on and popping. Let's get it cracking. Yo, what I said earlier in the week, like you would love the fucking colonizing group. Like the group. Yo, they are about to colonize and oppress the whole. Company, it's about to go down. They about to go. All, they about to go all four corners. They about to do it all. They about to go to two hundred five live. They gonna put Alexander Wolf on two hundred five live and let him just beat all the young, beat all. The, you know, they gonna let him impress there. Yo, they colonizing the whole thing. Let's get it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the regime. <laughs> but, but, um, but in all seriousness, um, all you know me, Travis, and that constellation. All I watch is the uh, finale. I mean, I watch it. I'm watching all of them now because I've had more time. So I've been catching up with Raw and SmackDown, of course. And then I got Sling TV now, so I'm able to watch these things on the train or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm watching. Uh, I got the uh, the red and I got the red and the, 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 the orange and blue down both. I need my I need that. But um, but so but uh. What do you have now? You just got the blue or the orange? I got the middle one. Oh, the middle one. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Shit is way better. Like I said, I'm I'm paying with internet and everything. I'm paying, what, $110 as opposed to $250? i am good. You know, I'm good right now. So, absolutely. Uh, but uh, any questions you have for me? Like I said, I'm, I'm... Say that again, brother. What do you do for like HBO and? Oh, well, you don't watch like Game of Thrones. I don't need. I don't I remember. I, I should have been more. I, I don't watch TV like that. Wrestling. No, you you, you and video. Me. Like I got it. But, yep. That's just, like I got Sling TV. I got it really. 
I don't even watch Viceland that much no more. Like I used to. Just, mm-hmm. it's all I watch. But uh, after like two years, of it had a you know fell off. Um, really wants to see some Maryland, but yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I just yeah wanted to hear what was on you, who you fucking with. I already kind of have. Well, I, I, uh, I appreciate you. I mean, no, no bullshit. I do appreciate you calling me. How you uh, who that? said it again? I'm talking about the women. How do you? What do you think of uh, Piper Nitter? Because she who she's who I fuck with. No pun Now, Travis, um, I apologize, brother, but that whatever you said, I could hardly hear you. It was like muffled, and I'm just, you know I don't mean to make I, you repeat Piper again. How, how do you how do you feel about Piper Nitter? Because I fuck with her. Oh, I, dude, you know I'm a fucking. You know I'm. A, I was on her top. I was on her top. Uh, from the when I when the the inaugural May Young Classic, I was on her top. She's different, you know. It's just a different. I don't know, honestly. And you know how I am, and you know my you know my gimmick. Yeah. But I like, I, but I but I like her. I really, 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 really like her. Like I think honestly, she is so cute. Her face is so cute, and I just like her energy. I'm mm-hmm. I can't hate on Piper Nippin at all. I'm a fan, fan, fan from day one. When I seen, I'm like, okay. I like her. It was just like I said. It's just the energy she gives off, and I just like her in the ring. I'm, I'm a, I told you. You see me on Twitter when I see it. I'm like, oh shit! It's about yeah. to go down. Piper Nevin's back. So, I'm definitely yes. I'm definitely excited for her. Um, I wish honestly. I don't know if you've been watching. I'm a re- even though I know that she's probably not really like top star material. I'm really. I'm really a Jenny fan. That skinny, that skinny. Yeah. That that I'm real. I really fuck with her. I really do for some reason. I love her. I love her gimmick. I don't know why, but they brought they brought in that monster with her. So she's gonna get. I don't know if she'll be phased oh, out or she'll just be a manager. Jazzy uh, something. Jazzy Gabbard, yo. I thought she like had a neck issue. Like she, her career was in jeopardy at one point. I mean, anytime you got. Oh really? Neck problem. Yeah. Because that, that was one of the reasons she was in the park. She didn't do AIS too, was because she was uh, recovering from some kind of major neck thing. And um, I know she retweeted something I said. Uh huh. So I always kind of have a soft spot Jazz Gabbard. But yeah, I'll, but you know, me and the women wrestlers, I just have. If you big and or strong or tall or, or, or mm-hmm. wide, and you ain't just some running them. So Jenny, she's like none of those things. Like, yeah, you know what? Get out of here. Augusta wind will fuck you up. Like, stop playing with me, Jenny. Um, so I'm just. You know what I like? You know, you know what I think I like about her? She makes she and push her just because she's fucking six, fucking seven or whatever she is. Yeah. I think she. I think I like her because she's so skinny. She she takes bumps like a champ. I think that's the thing I like about her so much. Like she's so thin and everything, but she flails around that ring like it's no fucking tomorrow. Like she really makes the moves look like like when somebody really like slams her, like she can like her body contorts a little bit. Like she's really really like she takes bumps well. Like she throws herself around. So that could be something. I just like her stank attitude. She's just bitchy and she's like I'm better than you. So I mean, you know, I just you know her version of it I like. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was one more thing, and I can't. I hate when I be going on rants because I be forgetting uh, everything. Um, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Um, on the roster, who's your favorite number one as far as 
Uh, excuse me for being such a man, but number one, who's your favorite on the NXT UK roster as far as women, as far as overall, and who's your yeah. favorite on the NXT roster aesthetically? Um, as far as the women, it's it's Rhea Ripley and Piper Niven, one and two. Okay. Um, at any given day, they could flip. Uh, I, you know, Tony Storm is 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 easily. Yeah. Is she not? Is she not like honestly? And I we pass this on over because we're not. In the, is she not the baddest? Is she like not top to top, top to bottom, the baddest woman in the whole company, like attractive wise, or is it just me? Like, like it's she's certainly in the argument. Like her and Mandy Rose are. You know, you can absolutely. You got you got to throw Naomi in there because Naomi is beautiful. You you know, I throw Naomi in there because. No, 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 for for sure. So yeah, yes, but Tony Storm is absolutely in that argument as far as like. Yeah, I just, is there something like? Because one thing about her, and even though I like, I told you, I texted you one day. It's something a little off about her. Like she do got. It's something like just a little like. It's something yeah, about her that's no like okay. She like the marbles. Just like I mean, they there, but they a little rearranged. But 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 besides, but besides that. She is a. I mean, when you look at her from top to bottom, it's like, oh my god, she is like gorgeous. She eating, and she was eating chicken of the sea tuna, and she was like, is this yo, and they and they and they grow and they grow, and I'm sorry, so I don't want to offend anybody, but they grow differently in Australia. I mean, I don't, I, they are. It's like they, the women are just thicker and just more like, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it's just she me and my. As far as like the attitude in the company. You know, um, who's the who's the other Australian girl that's uh, the the pretty one? She's taller. I like her too. What's her other name? Um, the one that was Rhea Ripley. She's also she's like you know she's a little yeah, she's I she's nice looking too. Urban, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, really let me get back to work. Well, I mean, well, she got the attitude like Pete Dunne, and she kind of got the face, like but like she's the, yeah, and they got the same haircut. Yeah, <laughs> but she's nowhere near. But she's nowhere near that. That's great. No, she's not. No, but she's no, got a right. way she's way to go. She's better. So all right, <laughs> all right, my brother. I'll talk to you. All right, brother. Yeah. All right, that didn't. Uh, who's that? Five ten, five one zero. Five one zero. If you want to get on air, hit one, and we will uh, bring you on to the show here. Where is five one zero? Five one zero. East Bay. Hey, we talked to this person. Bay Area before, I think. Oh, they hung up. Excuse me to put you on the spot. I see Craig down there. I assume that's Craig. Shit, this is gonna be a goddamn quick, early, early show. Because y'all is bullshit. And yes, I'm putting it on y'all audience. <laughs> y'all the content, not me. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Expect me to coming up and writing shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've seen that. Wow. All right. Let's talk to Craig. <laughs> Gregory, what's going on? I I think you're incentivizing people with putting Vardre on. Like, if we just stay quiet enough and don't put our hands up, then we can get Vardre on. (laughs) 
Well, it just it's just luckily he was available to talk for ten minutes. Yeah, well, well, every time you every time you call him, he gets on, and I like that. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> and he always forgets that it's you. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I was just sitting outside and didn't. Uh, yeah, I I don't really have a whole lot to say, and uh, you know, but uh, I was sitting outside and didn't want to get up to go inside to push one. <laughs> I was like, I heard you struggle. <laughs> wait, wait, what are you on your landline? Or wait, what do you have to go in? What's inside to, to press one? You know, Bluetooth? My phone, my phone's plugged in in, in the uh, uh, in the living room, and I'm sitting on yeah. the porch with my headphones on. Oh, so okay. I was just sitting there with the dog, and I'm <laughs> like, I should help him out, but yeah, you should. I should help him out, but. I'm lazy. <laughs> um, so, did you see the Brett Hall drunk video or, or hear it? Brett Hall? Yeah, do you know who that is? No. Okay, he's a, he's one of the great hockey players of our time, uh, but he okay. was really late as a hockey player. Like, he... He was basically work for your paycheck kind of guy, which is fine. But he never put in more than, you know. Anyway, so okay. he, he was a St. Louis How Blue. are you one of the greatest hockey players of our times if you don't even want to fucking do any extra or whatever? To, you because know, he's just naturally, of... he's naturally that talented. He, okay. Because he's uh, Bobby Hall's son. And he was oh, just oh, naturally okay. and he was yeah, he was bred into that, and he was just naturally talented, but he never put in any more effort than he had to. He would just, like, clock in, clock out, go home. And he, I think he won a championship with a wing. But anyway, um, he started off with the Blues. So he's a Blues guy. He was with the Blues sure. most in his So what, he's and happy they, they, won, they won? Yes, he was at their parade. And he was drunk as fuck. <laughs> and he was on the mic at the at the parade. And I put the video up. But it, it's a long, it's like three minutes, three minutes, 45 seconds or something like that. But you got to mm-hmm. check that out. Tonight. I, just, I just retweeted it. It's like, he's singing, you know that song, Gloria? Gloria. <laughs> Oh. I want to have a <laughs> I was about to go, Gloria, Gloria, yes. my glory. That is not what you were saying. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. That, that's not fun. Oh. But it starts, it, it's like that, Gloria, <laughs> Gloria. Okay. That's apparently their in, song in, in St. Louis. Like, that was their, their big, uh, you know, you know how teams get songs, and that's their song, like, uh, as Sweet Caroline and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Well, St. Louis is with Gloria. So he starts singing this shit, drunk as fuck, and it sounds creepy as hell. He's like, Gloria, I think I got your number. <laughs> you got to watch it. I retweeted it. Watch it after the show. It's you won't be able to get that out of your head. I mean, it's it's just funny as hell. 
Okay. Oh, you tweeted the the Dan Levitar show. Yeah, yeah, they they've been playing it all week. They're one of their guys, Roy, is uh, their hockey guy, and he's had this song. <laughs> he keeps going around the studios, saying it like that. Like Gloria. But oh, anyway, Gloria, Gloria. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, and then they're doing this whole thing all week. Like, does this song hold up? And I'm like, I kinda, yeah. I mean, I, if I'm hearing it, I'm not, you know, I don't think I'd change the channel. Like, like desperately reach for the radio. Like if they're playing something. But I just thought, anyway, going back to last week. That's what happened to me last week. You were like, what the hell happened to Craig? Uh, I don't get the NBC in my house because my antennas are all fucked up. Yeah. So I went to the bar to watch the game. And then I had to go to another bar to watch the game. Wow, well, was the, the first bar, bar. Yeah. It was packed and there was music and they didn't have the sound on. And, you know, I like sound on my shit. So I went to this other bar, which was dead, and <laughs> watched it there. And that was really cool, but I got totally loaded because I was, it was basically me and three other people there. So it was easy for me to get drinks and you don't have to wait, you know, for your drink to show up or whatever. Oh, sure. But this is like, this is like three, four blocks from my house. And at the end, I stayed till close because me and this guy got this, do you play pool at all? He's wearing a Ric Flair drip T-shirt. Wow. <laughs> He's like, don't, don't say let's go blues, cause we already went blues. You need to chant, we went blues, we went blues, and nobody was chanting with him, and it was just awkward. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad they got there. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I, I just remember, I was, all I know about the Blues was they would make the playoffs. And, I mean, uh, no. you could put money on it. Yeah, they, yeah, they made the playoffs. For like, straight years or some shit. Yep. They were making the playoffs and never, I don't think it wasn't like they didn't get past round one. They just never got to the damn uh, I think they got to the conference uh, finals uh, uh, once or twice, but yeah, they, they kept running the into the Red Wings and Blackhawks, and they got hot, and and and, oh, and yeah. Dallas got hot. So, so the, but yeah, every year they made the playoffs. I think it was twenty six straight seasons. And I just mean, that, got, is, that you is know, success. Oh. I remember when. Uh, you know, when Donovan McNabb was here, we won, you know, whatever, four, uh, uh, or not one, but we got to four damn NFC championship games, and we made the playoffs, eight straight season. It was like un, un, just success, like uh, an inarguable success story. Like, But when you, you know. In the Super you know Bowl, how or a drive away from a win in the Super Bowl, or you know, in the, losing in the NFC Championship year every year. 
saying so. I've told you how I watch hockey, right? Huh? I told you how I watch hockey, right? Where I mean, I, I separate my sports in the season. So right now uh, it's baseball season, even though it's it's women's soccer season, but it's really baseball season. Right, of course. I've been watching more women's soccer than I have baseball, but you know, but hockey is from April till June. Like I don't follow the whole year. Oh uh, yeah. But apparently yeah. they were, they were apparently in like not last place, but they were out of the playoffs. They were per, they were picked to not make the playoffs, and then they had this run from this goalie who who was the goalie in the finals, and he ended up being like being the goalie that won in the cup and he played in the ECHL, which is the, where the walleye, I always tweet, tweet about the walleye and shit. Okay. Toledo walleye. Uh, he was the game you went to when you got the, back from Vegas. Uh, yeah, that's the walleye. But, uh, Bennington was in the ECHL, that same league, minor league. He was in the minor leagues to start this year. And he went on to win the cup. It's like, well, it's all down here from now, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun uh, to cool. watch the game. Because I, I never get to watch anything live. So when I got the opportunity to watch it live, I just had to bail. On the- no, yeah, you hung up once and uh, left us left yeah. hanging and left me hanging left me and dry. Oh. I know, I'm a dick. Selfish. Uh, but, um, so... Since since we last talked, last time we talked was about the uh, when we were talking about the G1 in Dallas and stuff like that, and yeah. Ambrose ain't gonna be there, ain't even gonna go to Dallas. Oh, okay. Did you hear that? Nope. He's in the G1, but he's not going to Dallas because apparently there's some AEW New Japan conflict, and I'm like, well, that's shitty, for the, especially for the people in Dallas. Like they were probably hoping to see him. Oh well, even less reason to drive three damn hours up to Dallas to watch a product that are. Well, it's still going to be great, but I would be pissed if I was if if I got my hopes up. Oh, Moxley in New Japan. New Japan. Bam! There is this. Van sitting ringside or like close to the ramp. She's got this red afro and she is cute as fuck. And Velveteen is give cutting a promo from the uh, from the ramp, and she's like right in the camera shot. Gosh, she's really, really great. Are they still in Bristol or are they in? Uh... Uh, I think they're back in uh, Full Sail. Yeah, she's definitely like some Full Sail student. <laughs> She's Orlando all over. I always got to watch the next day for NXT because I I have to hear. I know you're, and and you said that on the VIP last week how you're all into captions on everything, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. no wonder he watches NXT like he can do that. I can't do that. I have to listen to it. Oh yeah, captions heavy. Yeah, yeah, I put captions on everything. I never, I never do captions unless it's New Japan stuff. I like, you know, if they put uh, captions on that, that'd be. They got a translator. Smith. Yeah, I don't know when that started. Probably when the technology started. Like, cause I, I remember doing, being 
a teenager doing it. And my folks always. Uh, Would you watch like sitcoms like that though? I watch everything with captions. Okay. Uh, everything. Everything. <laughs> like, jeez. Like I told oh, you, I even you know, if the YouTube has the option, I'll put the captions on YouTube. Video. Well, that probably yeah. makes sense. I don't, like, I don't know where that came from. Because you're also listening to other shit. Like, you're probably listening to Malcolm Gladwell's well, podcast. But it started no, from just, a, just a, you know, just... Okay, the, fine. Just, the, the Malcolm Gladwell audio show, then. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, there wasn't those things in 96 to be distracted with. It was just me like, watching TV with captions. No, no, I'm just, yeah. Not, so, there was why, no podcast and Netflix? shit like that to be distracted by 25 years. Why why watch with captions instead of sound? Or were you oh, listening I, to like, no, music? No, 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 no. The, the sound's on. But I have captions as well. I don't care what you're saying and just, just read it. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not judging you at all. I'm just saying that's fucking weird, man. I mean, I'm not sure what's there to judge. No, no, it's 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 actually like because I I watch uh, everything in bars, like, and I wish they had the captions on in most of them, except when like you're you're watching and the captions cover up the play. Mm-hmm. Like that's a bad that, that sometimes basketball is easier because. Like in wrestling or anything with like caption, like when they when someone comes out and it says, you know, uh, uh, Velveteen Dream, you know, and it worked, uh, North American Champion right, right. Velveteen Dream. So the captions will go up to top, up to the top, and sometimes then block out something that you you, you, you need to see. Or right, like see. like the so, the partner yeah. reaching for the hot tag or something. Like, are you trying to? You know, oh, I mean, I'm not. That's I mean. I'm, you get you get the gist of a hot tag. That's not. I, mean, I still want to see it. You want to see the hands clasping or you know fiving. Well, the, yeah, the, and I think I think that's a I think that's a uh, masochistic thing about me. Like I like to see the hot the guy reaching for the hot tag. Except if he was really reaching for a hot tag, wouldn't he extend the rope as far as it can go? And then reach between the top rope and the middle rope, and go out with his body that way, since it it gives you the most distance with your with the rope to arm ratio. So you're basically reaching maybe one fifth of the way into the ring to get the tag instead of the way like Roman Reigns will hug the post and panic <laughs> like really reaching for this hot tag. So you basically got to get all it's, the way to the turnbuckle to get a damn tag instead of. <laughs> An extra three or four feet. Yeah. No, yeah, no. and I was I was really hoping Xavier Wood would would take advantage of that, like the 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 cutting down the ratio, the mat, like doing the math on it. Like mm-hmm. I can make the tag better. Just extend the rope, reach. Unless there was a rule in place, or they put a rule in place where you have to reach. No, over the, the only the only make, rule is you have to be in possession of the tag rope, and both your of your feet have right. to be. On the on the apron, which makes which makes leaning between the ropes way better because if you're leaning over the top rope, especially if you're shorter, 
you might have to get on your tippy toes exactly. or, 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 or get a foot off the ground to, to reach in even further. But if you're between the ropes, you can use your damn hey. your, your the top of your hips and your crotch to kind of balance, you know, lean all the way in while you're holding the rope. Yeah, that's like an extra damn. My wingspan hey. is six. My, I'm, I'm six feet tall. My wingspan is six feet exactly as well. So yeah, I can reach a decent amount. And those guys in the ring are bigger and, and, and <laughs> wingspan wider than mine. We got to go back to the uh, to the mat the 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 uh, the pool game. I, I I hardly ever play pool, but when I do, I'm I'm very I'm not I don't I won't I don't want to say I'm good, but I mean, I'm surprised. No 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 I I'm, I'm actually saying I'm not. I'm surprising. Like I'm not as good. I'm not good enough to beat the guys I'm playing, but I surprised them enough to where they were taking the, taking the foot off the pedal and kind of fucking around with me, and then I'll just come and make like eight balls in a row. <laughs> so and especially if you're playing like nine ball, where you only need one real good shot to win. Yeah. But here's the thing about pool: like they have rules in pool where you have to have one foot on the ground. You For can't sure. like sit on anything. Yeah, right. you always have, so there's like rules like that, and it's the same thing with the hot tag, like or, or any tag. But like if they were to, like if Xavier Woods was just so good that he was taking advantage of these rules, and people would like, oh, make a stink, and I don't know, just something stupid yeah, I no, came up with like weird. five years ago. But once you do it once, though, you have to, you you would then have to always do it. You could never well, no, play on the drama of of people reaching for a tag, and 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 and. But say they did it once, and, and they the, say they did it yeah. once, and it was made for a title change, and then that's that's one weak angle, and you got it, and then you make then you make the ruling in the rule book, which is part of something that you can buy on the shop or whatever the fuck, and be like, yeah, you have to hold the rope and you have to tag over the top rope. You can't go between the ropes. Like, this is, these are the rules. You know, <laughs> just for one week. I wasn't saying it had to be like a, you know, a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. But there are, but, I mean, the ring rope is there because there's a supposed rule. But I wonder if that actually is in the rest of the rule book. If, if, you know, not the WWE rule book, because that's just all yeah. bullshit. But Remember, they like didn't if add tag ropes to like ten years ago, twelve years ago. No. Oh, re-add, re-add them. Yeah. No, I I remember tag ropes in the nineties. That's why I, I second. That's why I said re-add. I, I edited my original. I don't know when they got oh. rid of them, but they weren't there in like the Attitude Era or whatever. I don't remember tag ropes oh, okay. in like when I stopped yeah, watching I'm, in '93. I don't remember there being tag ropes. Maybe there were. I just don't remember. But there weren't when I came back in '99 until about oh seven, oh, you know, sometime at the end of the end of the aughts. Yeah, that's that's what's been really interesting to me. Uh, watching some shit on the network, and because I now that my shows are over, I can go back and watch some of the stuff I missed, like those uh, whatever the, you know how they have those. 
the little things they advertise at the end of Raw, like table for three or road trip, whatever. And mm-hmm. they have something like the the Batista story or whatever. You go back and watch some of that stuff. And yeah. seeing, seeing some of that stuff from the, the years I missed. Oh, that's what it was, the Eddie Guerrero one. I'm yeah. like, I missed Eddie's, Eddie's entire WWE shit. Like, sure. I only saw Eddie when he was a cruiserweight in WCW. Until like '96, that was only like a couple of years. And so, you know, watching that it when what they had the big old fist on the SmackDown stage and just what it was done, it's so, it's like jarring. Mm-hmm. Yo, they are hyper. What's Punisher Martinez's new name? Damian some Damian Priest. Uh, yeah, pre- yeah, pre- into his entrance. See, I liked I liked uh, Punishment Martinez in ROH. Wow, I like that. He did the he looked at the Titantron, the big screen, and pulled back like a, a bow, bow and arrow, let it go, and the name Damian Priest lit up in flames as if it was hit by a. Of, you know, flame and air. That was cool. So that's gonna be that's gonna be the new EC3 thing, where EC3 was all pumped about his Titantron, and now he's in main event, and he's like, whatever. It says well, that's EC3. Trash. He just points E, points C, points three. That was fucking trash. Yeah, but at least it wasn't. I mean, it was not not was great, but it was trash. Oh, it on the roof too. Not high. It's on the ceiling trine or whatever above the ring. He pointed the bow and arrow thing again and it forms up there. There's wow. something on the I like him already. Better as Damian Priest than I did as Punishment Martinez. And Raul Mendoza looked damn, he got a lot more Yeah, I, matter of fact, the first time I saw Leo Rush was in that Upcomers tournament against Punisher Martinez. I even like Filmed, like taped it and put it on my Instagram. I'm like, holy shit, look at this Leo Rush guy. Damn. And I like that. I like the way ROH does some of their entrances. The Marty Skrull one is like friggin' phenomenal. Is it? Like Punishment Marquee. I haven't seen the ROH in, in at least two years. Yeah, I, I stopped watching a little bit ago, but that's just it, like oh, I said, so NBC. That well, well, NBC. Oh, that's where Sinclair is, and I had I'd have to watch on. Uh, but now they got it on the stadium, and I have I have like two months of ROH on DVR because I want to start watching again. But I all my shows are ending and everything. Plus, I was on vacation every other week, so. Wow. The, uh, 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 Raul Mendoza looks like uh, America's best or great value <laughs> CNN on uh, Andrade. <laughs> oh. With his, with his new, like, haircut. Yeah. I, yeah, I haven't seen him. Wow. And Raul Mendoza, there's a reason this guy's a job or two stars and still around after 
all these years. When was uh, the first uh, Cruiserweight tournament? Was that 2016, right? Yeah. And oh, uh, that was when Brian was still out. So yeah, no, yeah, it was before Brian came in. And then into like a crossroads type neckbreaker. That was his finishing sequence. Is this right now? I'm watching NXT live. Yeah. I like him to have a better finisher than that, but you know, I don't. I am not a fan of neckbreaker finishes. I think that remember for a while in like 2005, like everybody did some variation of an overdrive or crossroads. But it was some kind of like spinning neckbreaker thing. Like, fuck. at least they didn't give him a big boot as a finisher. No, you don't, because you weren't watching that. <laughs> <laughs> So. All right. I can't well, even go back and watch this. Thing. Why not? It just, I, it just, it's, it, the when way got, it's filmed, it's weird. Yeah. When and, I got back into wrestling, that's all. Well, because I was absolutely obsessed in like '02, I would just get tapes, just eight-hour fucking tapes of at a time of Raw and Nitro, Raw and Nitro, Raw and Nitro. So I just went back and caught up on a bunch of shit I didn't didn't live through live and put the entire well, I shit I was watching to. in context. I tried to, and because and, I, I got out in 96, and then that was the start of the Edge era, which everyone says. Well, yeah, you had a awesome. lot of fucking, you had two decades, 96 to, 04, 96 to 14. That's much longer yeah. than 93 to 99. Yeah, oh. but I tried to go back, and I started watching that 97 shit, and I was like, okay, this is supposed to be the, the greatest shit, and I'm like, Watching and they got the headbangers facing the uh, the acolytes or the uh, whatever uh, the biker gang and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? This is this is garbage. And then Stone Cold does something for like a segment or two, and that's cool. And I'm like, so people were into this because you know they they were probably anticipating the Stone Cold stuff. But since I already knew the Stone Cold stuff happened, like it didn't really hit me as as hot as it would have at the time. So going back and watching, like I tried to watch, I watched like maybe six months in 97, Nitro and Raw, and I'm just like, this is not, is this falling flat with me? Because I'm, you know, I don't get it. Like, because you have, you have these hot segments, but there is so much trash around it. Yeah. Like That's everything, what I everything about going back to to the Attitude Era. Like, I watched a random brawl from 98. Oh, my God. There were six matches on the show. Five yeah. of the six matches uh, had a run-in. And the sixth one had some yeah. kind of... I think the sixth one was, like, no DQ. So, there was no behind-the-rest-back run-in, but it was all... Over. Everything was chaos. And I'm like, yeah. this was fun? So, if this everything like, is chaos... If everything's chaos, chaos, then nothing's chaos. Yeah. But well, we that's had the problem I literally had. 25 years or longer, but, you know, you just think of the previous 25 years before that. It's like, well, there was no chaos. It's not, I mean, there was. I don't want to pretend like it was. Yeah, but the chaos would be like one, like 
the one time Jake Roberts brought out his snake and he bit the shit out of Macho right. Man. Or and there was a time when yeah, but for the most part, for the shit I and most mainstream fans, you know, saw was yeah. So a decade of chaos was, and then we got sick of it, and you know, things had to change. So uh, it's a pendulum, but man, you go back and that stuff just doesn't hold. Up. Oh, especially the ECW stuff. It just you just I just can't watch it. It's going that no, no, can't do it. And even do it. Plus, you you listen to it, or you listen to people talk about it, like it was the golden age, and it's like, nah. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sure it was great, but I mean, had a, but you were also we were also 16. Like how much other things from like when you were 16 is like the shit or holds up. Yeah. Like think of all the albums you were listening to when you were 16. Sure, there are probably three or four that are like classic. You know, sure there's that Pearl Jam album that she did was hot in '96. She still holds up good and this, that, and the other. But you know, for every uh, for every, for every uh, 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 Cuban Links album, there's like a you know Silk the Shocker. So I just got can whatever some kind of bullshit. Well, I'm I'm the wrong guy to talk about music with though because, like, I was listening to my like like 70s and 60s and 80s shit back when I was in in 97. So. Yeah, Yeah, I'm the I'm the I'm the hippie weirdo. Kept to myself, man. Man, thanks well, for right. taking my call. For, yeah, for somebody that didn't have a lot to say, give me a half hour of uh, <laughs> some shit. So, appreciate that. So, all right. Thanks, Greg. Good going? Uh, thanks, Blitz. All right. Let's uh, check the emails. Okay, nothing came in. Let's uh, go to what is probably our final call of the evening. Let's uh, go down to Georgia and talk uh, to Darrell. Oh, you good to talk, Darrell? Hello. Yeah. How you doing, Trav? Doing all right. What's on your mind? Not too much, man. Just sitting here chilling, chilling, listening to y'all, listening to you, Craig, them, and Cam, them earlier, and Dre, mm-hmm. and everybody. I said, boy. Trav ain't going to make it through the show. If he don't want to end it earlier, he got to meet that quota. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got no quotas. (laughs) I said, oh, man, got to hit that quota. Got to be at least two hours at least. (sighs) But look at Craig come in clutch. Say he don't have that much to talk about. Craig's like, I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, 20 minutes later. Um, oh, boy. But, yeah, man, some of the stuff that y'all were talking about earlier, I didn't even know. By the time I get on Twitter or something, it'd be late at night or early in the morning. Uh-huh. So, y'all don't be paying too much attention. Like, I ain't know Ricochet had the sex tape out. <laughs> yeah. I guess you ain't popping if you ain't got no sex tape. Out released out on you. Yeah, he definitely put it put it. That's a silver line and like, hey, you know, 
If I wasn't the shit, people wouldn't care about uh, me finger banging myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just hate it because, you know, he, 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 make he in a relationship sure. with um that, the girl um from Casey. NXT uh, who used to be, yeah, Casey. But, you know, he he can explain that. That's probably something that's already been talked about. Shit, she like, oh, for real? That made their relationship all the better. He like, yeah, I didn't know how Probably to like, bring I didn't know how to bring this up, you know. It's not something you can just be like, hey, babe, this is what I'm into. You know, people can't people know, can't shame. You know. And that's a that's a real thing. And you can't just be telling everybody your business, even your significant other. But if this was like a if she's into it and she go, Hey, listen, um <laughs> you know, that's kinda you know. I thought cool. that's something that everybody asks. Me myself, I thought it's something everybody asked. Like, hey, you ever record yourself having sex? Uh, I ain't gonna say having sex. I'm gonna say it another way. But or anything. Yeah. I, yeah, and they'd be like, I just mean to the act. Because I remember when when Amber Rose accused Kanye of being in the. She called him a finger in the booty ass bitch or something. She hashtag turned the pool on. We caught them jokes too, but freaking Shane Kanye, like Kanye, that shit will pass on nobody's talking. I remember you. And again, another people just like, hey, I'm in the other, I'm in all kinds of shit. I ain't gonna, I can't. In this day and age, you just can't be, you know. What you think you see on? What you think you see on on Snapchat? I guess on Twitter, people don't be on Snapchat. I'm just thinking of all the fucking. Like just think of all the fucking categories and shit on your favorite fucking tube site. Somebody watching them shit. Like the reason stepmom porn is so popular out at me. <laughs> I, I did that. <laughs> like why are they trying to log on to fucking Pornhub or XTube or whatever the fuck? Stepmom, stepson, blah, 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 sister, brother. Like because of me, motherfucker. My search game is disgusting. Yep. But because everybody yep. has whatever they're into, it's like, hey, that might not be my shit, but it's like the best. Again, it's they put that out there. in the least judging mood. Like Cam said earlier, no, they'll fire off some jokes because, you know, that's that's what that's what we're that's what we do. But uh Yeah. But really thinking differently about somebody, nobody's not, not even the machoist man, like, you know, like the, 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 yeah, like the irrational, you know, as long as they don't hit on me, I don't care about gays, like, motherfucker, ain't nobody even looking at you, shut your dumb, ugly ass the fuck up, you know, like, way to flatter yourself, mm-hmm. fucking uh, ugmo, uh, even they would, again, people know what's on their search, uh, search results and in their fucking search history. I mean, so that kind of shit, it's just you know, this is the perfect environment to to, to have some shit like that come out. Yeah. You know, 10 years ago, like said, might be like ago. <laughs> Oh yeah, probably would. No, I wouldn't say that. Not after um you had the Kim Kardashians them, that blew them up to make them oh, now yeah. America's family. That's Kim Kardashian. I'm just saying, you I don't had think that. 
who was getting hot in 09. You know, if Jack Swag is fucking... Was old back then? Yeah. Social media hadn't gotten people to where we were so used to other people's stuff being exposed in such personal personal ways. Not even exposed. Exposed by themselves. People just so oversharing these days. Like we're going to have, we're going to have, it's only a matter of time before there's a mayor or some kind of, you know, state senator, I don't know if you can be a U.S. senator or whatever national kind of politician, but there's somebody on a local level in the next decade that's going to get elected, that's going to hold office, and they have a sex tape that's wild or pictures. Or like what Cam called it from that show, a, 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 sl- a slut database or slut slut page. It's some some woman or some man in the next five or ten years is going to get elected despite having some kind of uh, video up on fucking X videos or Pornhub or some kind of you know thing got exposed on some or something that's easily accessible. Check this out, um, check this out, um, Trav. All these um, perverts, these um, perverts out there on Twitter and stuff, their favorite person they like to talk and be perverted on have a fans only page. What you think is on that fans only page that you pay, that people be paying 30 and 20 and 40 dollars for? <laughs> Videos like what uh, what we talking about. So. Oh, sure. Your, your favorite Instagram model, whatever, they all have them. Well, that's, <laughs> so but that's different because you can know... be that way. Right, 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 right. And those are explicitly like, hey, if you want, swipe up for my Patreon or for my Cam Soda account for explicit stuff. Go to my, my, you know, yeah. They'll even say, hey, I got better shit on Twitter because Instagram sucks as far as like nudity. Uh huh. And plus, you know, plus, anyway, those videos on those sites make it to X videos, uh, Pornhub, <laughs> they all make it. Yeah. Pay for it and then download it and then upload yeah. it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep. I have seen my favorite cosplay. One of my favorite cosplaying chicks sucking dick on fucking xvideos.com. Like, son of a bitch, Amy. Like, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> not that I was not son of a bitch as that I'm disappointed or anything, but it's like, I wish I knew about this early. <laughs> kind of thing. At least she knows she's good. She's good with it. <laughs> At least she knows she's good yeah. with it and she's down with yeah, it. She ain't talking so, on Instagram. <laughs> but, yeah, you she's know, everybody nowadays, you know, judgmental. It's judgmental and, uh, you know, critique, criticize stuff. That's what um, I was, uh, when y'all were talking about um, dumping ground today, um, my whole thing is, like, what did anybody expect? Like, they were going to criticize it regardless. <coughs> if, if they came up and gave you a bunch of new matches or title matches, you were gonna criticize, people were going to criticize them for being hot shot in these matches. They ain't had nothing but two weeks to build it up. Not even two weeks. They only had two shows to build up that pay-per-view. Right. So what sure did they yeah, so what you expect? The replay. You're going to get a replay. And I, and I hear the people, like Craig was saying, oh, well, you shouldn't get the Saudi Arabia thing. Well, that's, oh, how long they've been doing that Saudi Arabia show now? So 
You can't say that now. It's too late. It's too late. After they done did two, it's too late to say that. So you're going off of that. You knew, you, you knew once you heard a pay-per-view two weeks coming after that show, you should have known that everything was going to be a replay. I understand some people still going to complain anyway, so I'm like, forget it. Why like, why complain? Why why make an issue of the show that you knew that was coming this way? I didn't even know. It wasn't until and you gonna complain. two raw, a raw ago they said, something's some stopping ground. So I was like, oh, that's the next pay-per-view? I hadn't, I hadn't even heard of it until, until that raw. Yep. Now, I think the next one is on what? Um, SummerSlam? Ain't no way they're going from June to August with no pay-per-view. Uh, Extreme Rules or something? I, I forgot which one's up next. But in two pay-per-views, you got SummerSlam coming up. So, yeah, for sure. You know, why burn out something where you got SummerSlam coming up in less than a month? You know, I'm not even. I don't. I'm personally. I'm not. I didn't even know Stomping Grounds was coming until two weeks ago. Um, you know, I didn't even watch Money in the Bank. So I, maybe I'll. I'll I, mean, I don't. I, I, you know, you know me. I'm apathetic as fuck. And maybe I'll watch. Yeah. Maybe I won't. That's really the extent of my excitement. Like, yeah, it'll be on, and it'll be available once it's over. You know, maybe I'll catch it. I'm sure I'll read all about it. It'll be in a group chat. People will be talking about it on Twitter. You know, whatever. I'll certainly hear the results. And I'll probably, if I don't watch it live, I'll probably go make my way to see the Joe Ricochet match. Like, for sure. Yeah, and plus, you know, <laughs> I don't understand people sometimes. You complain about how horrible they book and been for ten years plus, and you think that they're gonna be able. Vince McMahon showed you any reason that he's gonna be able to book a show all of a sudden when he can't book a he he, he can't book a uh, raw all of a sudden. <laughs> so like, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, I don't think you listen to yourself complain. Some people listen to themselves complain about certain stuff. That's why I say everybody gonna critique and complain anyway. So, but to make it out of a big deal is something that shouldn't be done. You knew this was gonna happen. It is what it is. Just going by today. I don't know if I watch it or not, but I know I listen to what the hell? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Bret Hart and Corey Feldman team up for a horror movie. This is in my, one of my wrestling groups, horrorgeeklife.com. And it's a picture of Brett holding the gun, Corey Feldman dressed like fucking, uh, 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 who's the green, green arrow, <laughs> and fake Stonehenge behind him. And it's like all smoky and foggy. And yeah, it's an article from today. This is a tag team we never quite imagined happening, but we, we're nevertheless less intrigued. Russell Inc. reports an all-new horror movie starring WWE Hall of Famer Bret the Hitman Hart alongside former child actor and 80s movie star Corey Feldman. Called Tales from the Dead Zone, the flick will be an anthology horror movie with four separate stories all linking together by an overall story arc. An, o- <clears throat> an official trailer has also been already been released, giving fans an idea of what to expect from Hart 
film and, and the overall overall quality of the movie. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, remember like I Tales from the Hood? Wasn't that the same thing? It was like three or four stories all like, I don't know if they all connected, but it was like, yeah. it was like the Hood Crypt Keeper, basically. Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. Uh, yeah, and it went straight to Netflix. Yeah, it, it that's it's similar well, to that. Yeah, it, whatever it was, Netflix in 1997 or whenever that came out. Look, so I didn't see that movie until I got to college, Tales from the Hood. So, at the part where where the dudes at the end holding the gun over bloody, like the guy is on his back bleeding, the face all busted up, and the guy's holding the gun on him. You know, like I'm about to murder you, and he goes. You know, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You know, all defiant on the ground, bloody. And then it was like, oh, that's where that fucking DMX sample uh, uh, came from. Niggas is puss. Keep me from it. Running from the werewolf. Oh, hollering at the moon on the roof. Whatever song that, that is. That's what the sample is on. Fam, that's just like, I didn't see Scarface until I was 18. So we're talking 98. I bought, it, I bought a double cassette VHS for my homie's 18th birthday. And we fucking smoked a blunt and drank a 40 and watched it. And when Sosa said, I told you a long time ago, Tony, not to fuck with me, you little monkey. I was like, oh, shit. Like, first of all, I was fucking lit as fuck by this time. 18, faced a blunt and drank a 40. Woo. That was like 160 pounds. Oh, yeah, he was out of that. So when Sosa said that said that line, I flipped out because, you know, that's how terminology uh uh, criminology rap opens on uh, Only Built for Cuban Links. And I never understood the sample. I never understood no fucking Scarface line until 1998. <laughs> oh, so you never... Uh, you never like, I never saw the movie to that point. So everything I would hear all through the 90s, people rapping and making Scarface references. I got the reference so when they would, it was obvious Scarface. I, oh, I know that's a movie, but I never saw it. And I never get the direct references and lines and shit. Until 98. Okay. And then I caught so much shit. Oh, yeah. like, oh, that's from that. Oh, the lock said that. <laughs> <laughs> All I have is my balls and my words. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Okay, then. So, yeah. That kind of moment. That's, a, that's a, with a lot of our different stuff, too, that I watched and seen. And then I, I heard it in songs before I watched it. I was like, oh, okay, that's where that comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one little meme that people be using a sound people be using that come from Spongebob. Ah, Which one? Sound. Oh, man. Well, uh, the three Spongebob ones that like, I'm aware that are the best is the one where he's going, whew, the one where he's the, the retarded Spongebob, for, sorry, lack of a better, better word, and then the uh, imagination one. There's a bunch. Spongebob, you know, I didn't know Spongebob had that many until when I was watching Spongebob with my niece one day. And I said, hold up. That's the little sound that these people be using. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, Spongebob was never my shit. I said, oh, man, these people crazy, boy. But, yeah, man, this is all the stuff. That show... Cool, what, what it was. I heard Craig um, mentioning you about um, the um, and um, John Mark Lang will be at the um, G1 show. It really don't matter because they only showing you um, 
Block A. Oh my God. Block A. Hold and up. You weren't gonna be on the singles match. Darrell, hold that thought. Mm-hmm. They have mankind. Who is that? Uh, the old WWF logo. So that's definitely '96. Whoever that is. Oh, it looks like Bob Sparky plug. So, so mankind, original mankind, '96 mankind, mandible claw mankind. They've got mankind giving Bob Sparky plug the mandible claw. <laughs> they got Ricochet's face photoshopped over him and say Ricochet's new finisher. <laughs>
yeah, find his magic mask, and that's how I guess he gets to raffle and wins this tournament or something. But those guys are supposed to be in there, me too, all these different guys. So, oh. that right there. It's cool. Lee, a couple of people from NXT. And the fact that it's yeah, going right, right, right you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, you said it's a Netflix deal? Yeah, teaming up right. on Netflix. So, so everybody pretty much will have access to it. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, you get that Netflix money. You know, a lot of different um, stars today um, doing that um, that Netflix deal. Prefer to have their movies go straight to Netflix. What was that Will Smith uh, movie from like two, three years ago? Bright. Bright. Yeah. Yeah, Bright. He was a little um, police officer and stuff like that mm-hmm. with the alien. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be making a um, part two. A part two to that. I guess once he finished with Bad Boy. Whoa. So that'll be interesting. I know you watching NXT. I got to go back and watch it. By the time I made it home, I was like, man, ain't no need to start it up now. I just go back and watch it all. Want to see how they, what they do with the different um, types of stuff. I mean, they have that start from beginning option. Oh, I, I know, I know, but you know, I, I once it be like an hour, uh, forty minutes behind, I, I can, I just wait. I just, I can just wait and just start it up and, and watch it afterwards. Plus, I think I forgot who's supposed to be the main event in that show right there. Is that the women's um, title match in the cage? Next week, this is uh, six man Velveteen, uh, Prince Pretty, and Riddle versus uh, Undisputed Era. Minus uh, okay, O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly, who got the bad back. But he's out there. Well, I'm just looking forward to see how everything gets set up because I know they're starting to set up for they um for they um takeover show. It's gonna be in Toronto. Is that another solo solo one, or is this gonna be with the WWE pay per view? That's gonna be um SummerSlam weekend, which is the oh, second okay. weekend of August. That's why it's coming up. That's why I said it's coming up soon. So that's the second weekend of August. It's not the later part. So yeah, of they got Shayna and Io in the in the cage next week. I, I, I gotta assume uh, chain of retains. Um, I think she will too. I think she will too. I, to I set, think to she ain't going to no time soon. Yeah, something big for SummerSlam. Yeah, I think they build. You see who they building up right now by her having these wins over um, Bianca Blair. Black. Oh, me and him, yeah. But yeah. I don't buy me and him beating uh, no goddamn Shayna Baszler. Get the fuck out of here. I like, I dig me and him, but Shayna, if, if, if. I dig it. I dig it 
I just want to see the story that they tell with it. They tell good stories and how they build yeah. her up. Oh yeah, not saying that somebody who shouldn't be a contender, but I I just couldn't I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, this could this gonna be the what does it for uh you know, Shane's title reign. Like no, I thought that was yeah. the story gotta, with Bianca Belair. Gotta think and, somebody different. She's somebody different than what she wrestled. You you could say EO was similar to um to Kari. So Shayna figured that out. Um, you know, she you know, wrapped with somebody like an Amber Moon. Uh, Bianca was, you know, up and coming, a powerhouse up and coming. And Mia Yim is a, a someone who's different, who done had to fight and fight and scratch her way, oh, you know, from shit. the Mayon Classic. Wow. No, 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 totally. Like, it's a whole different opponent, uh, story-wise. Yeah, and, uh, you know, a whole different kind of dynamic, yeah. So you just want to read how they did it. is not a fan of that finish. She does not like it in this video there. Gosh, she's good looking. I like her mistake. She like, sir, I am seventeen. <laughs> Please stop looking at me. You're somebody's father. Oh no, she ain't still gross. <laughs> so did you ever um, did you ever um check out that um check out that um video? Well, probably not. But what video? Um, that I um that I, we were talking about um last week that I, I told you I. If I had, I sent it to you um, showing that Iron Man can do that, prove your argument. Oh, did you send? You sent it? You said? Yeah, I sent it. I, um, I DM'd it to you. Hmm. Um. I don't know why I didn't want you. Yeah, cause they did. They did do it. And, you know. I know you. I, I thought you probably would have caught up. Oh, war around. Yeah, no, I did not. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought you would have caught up up on it. I know you said you was a few calls behind. Yeah, I'm way. I just went to, gosh, my last two weeks, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more goddamn books. (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> the add to the pile is not no well I'm definitely gonna read Prodigy pretty right away. Wonder Twins definitely getting bred. Uh everything else, Captain Marvel, Pearl, Sherry, Unstoppable Wasp. Oh shit, Aim versus Girl. Yeah. Oh wait, they've been fighting Aim for the past goddamn what? Anyway, but yeah, so anything else? Can we wrap up? You got anything else? I sure yeah, man, you can go ahead and end the show, man. It's not it's nothing else. It's not a busy week worth for news anyway in wrestling or anything else. Yeah, so, all right. Appreciate you as always, Terrell. Talk to you next time. No problem, Terrell. That was Terrell from Georgia, and that about does it for us. Look at that. And then three minutes before the top of the hour. Um, 
Yeah, so free folks, that's it for us and for you this week. <clears throat> VIP folks, click over. Me and Rich will be by for another hour or so of content. I don't know. Maybe we'll read this Wonder Twins book. Yeah, Prodigy. I don't know. Or I'll just go back to finishing this, and it'll be the show game. <laughs> Add these seven to the pile that need to be read. So, until next week, <clears throat> I'll talk to everybody then. Uh, damn, I swore I had something else. And I'm, well, if I do, I'll say it on VIP and hope it's not a non-VIP issue. But anyway, so yeah, so that does it. Um, we'll get to y'all next time. Same time, same channel. That whole deal. Talk to y'all.